What's that noise? I think it's the frogs in my pond out front. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not the type of noise. It's like a... Have you not heard of Seattle frog? That's exactly what they sound like. <laughs> that's exactly what they sound like. Very polite. Hello, kids, and welcome to episode 163 for Schnozcast on Saturday, March 5th, 2022. This is Bob. I'll be your host. Joined by my excellent co-hosts, Nick Bader, Corey Seleski, Todd, Dylan, and special guest Greg Cumto joining us once again. A lot to get through today. We're going to get a little booze news for you, some uh, airing of grievances, Nick's existential question. And then closing it off, as we always do, with Gentleman's Agreement and Pick of the Week. Gentleman, how are you? Oh, doing fantastic. How are you, uh, Mr. Host? I'm doing good, sir. And how is Corey? Oh, hey. Jesus. There it is. (laughs) I expect it, but I never expect it. He, He looked at me and he's like, oh, someone's got to respond. Hopefully someone will. Maybe I'm going to have to. And he's like, nope. I don't think so. No, he he doesn't I'm like waiting for my cue. Yeah, he doesn't like the second respond. <laughs> Todd Dillon, sir, how are you? I'm mighty. How are you? Excellent, sir. Greg Gumto, once again. Yes. Back by popular demand. Our fans love it when you're here and they clamor for your return. I mean, if Nick would answer the phone, you'd have a lot more people want to hear me. Yes, that's it's... probably true. Oh, the shocker. <laughs> it, it's dead. <laughs> it is so dead right now. <laughs> It's not even funny. And to to anyone that's tried to get a hold of us, um, since it's this is this is new, these are random numbers. So I don't know who these people are. And so there's just people calling all the time, and maybe they're leaving voicemails. But I don't know. Don't say maybe yeah. they're leaving voicemails. You can see whether they did or did not. The, yeah, the, the yeah, takeaway for our fans is if you're going to call, either either leave a voicemail or text us. Yeah, text us. Don't don't leave a voicemail because because there's so much. What? Like, there's so much scam calls that come through. Are you saying that there's every time you check it, there's like ten spam calls, spam voicemails? Yeah, it's all these random okay. numbers, and it says voicemail, and then any time I check it, it's like, yeah, oh, we we need you in the presidential phone. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, but you know, yeah. I mean, I'd say that we're really shooting ourselves in the foot by not allowing people to leave a voicemail, but yeah, I think we need a screener. Yeah, and and also I don't know what kind of list I'm on, but on my personal phone, at least once every week and a half, oh, erectile dysfunction affects ninety percent of males. I'm like, that's the right list. What the <laughs> what the fuck? They got the right number. What list you, am I on? It's because what you Google. It, they know what you Google. They do. I've never Googled that in my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what they say. If, if you Google penile stretches, they're still going to get to you. <laughs> I'm just telling you. And so I block them. I block them and I delete it. And a week and a half he later. He thought that would make it go away, but no. Nope. <laughs> Nothing. It just keeps coming back. It's all those searches for soft porn. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> they correlated They correlated the two. And yeah. Like, we got this guy. Note to self. Heavy petting. Change search criteria to hard porn. <laughs> yeah. 
That'll take care of those calls. Yeah. Speaking of hard porn, you can find us out on the social media, the streaming the social services. networks, social networks, uh, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible, or anywhere else where you can get a podcast. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube at Schnozcast. You can email us with your existential questions or relationship advice for us or request for uh, to schnozcast at gmail.com or Apparently, uh, we would prefer that you text us at 618-SHOCKER. And as the Doc Doug Bodell would say, we are available on iHeart Radio app. Is that your Doug Bodell? It's I, kind of. It's kind of. I think people should still call and leave a message. Either somebody should, we should get a screener on that shocker line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's in the budget, uh, Todd. Oh. I don't know if it's in the show. Todd, we're going to need you for that budget. Damn it! <laughs> Come on. That helicopter money is going to have to go. Pay for the seriously, he's gonna have to cut his flights to you know <laughs> twice a month instead of four times a month. Hey, uh, we could talk about this after the show in more detail, but just real quickly, um, I was talking with Corey this week and I showed him a picture of uh, a buddy of mine had reached out to me like months ago asking, like, How do you do the podcast? Like, what do you use for the sound? How do you stream? What kind of microphones do you use? And I thought he was going to be starting a podcast of his own. Don't tell him anything, it's competition, but as, as it turned out. <laughs> Podcast? What no, podcast? No, I. So, <laughs> I don't even know you. No, he's a good. He, he's supported the show. He's actually listened to us a couple of times. Like, I don't want to, you know, look a gift horse in the mouth. So we use microphones. <laughs> That's what he's he gets. Like, what kind of microphones? What kind of mixer? Blah blah blah. So I gave him all that, and then I found out uh, a couple of weeks ago that his son was a big D and D guy, and started a Twitch channel, uh, broadcasting mm-hmm. on on Twitch the games. And also playing and, and, and then broadcasting like what they're doing, like sort of in between the games. And he sent me a picture of what they did. I'm like, oh, send me a pic. And in the middle, they had this great f- fucking table that they're using that they reached out to some one of his friend's dads who made this table for him. And granted, it's a and d table, so they're using it for a bit of a different purpose. But in the middle, it had... Is it like octagonal? Uh, no, 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 it, it was, it was a, it was a rectangle. It was probably f- as far along as the distance we are right now. Um, is a n- great picture. For table. those on listening to this, how far is that? <laughs> uh, it's probably, uh, eight, eight, ten feet, uh, in, in length. So it was like a King Arthur table? Uh, almost, man. In the middle, they had a big cutout and they had put a, a TV underneath, uh, like a glass, uh, tabletop where they could watch, uh, you know, the games that they were playing or the commentary from Twitch. And they had built-in cup holders for this and that. They had taken their mics and actually had some wood that they had attached to the beams, and they had the mics hanging from from the ceiling, which probably wouldn't work out that well for us. But I would like to like post show. I'll show you the picture and see if you guys are interested in maybe seeing if that's something we can do. And I think Nick kind of has a, a good idea too. If if it's a custom-made table, yeah, for our our purposes, doing more of like a hexagonal kind of round table in the center that we could still have the TV here and then like each person sit kind of facing looking at each other. Shit, we could even have them cut out the center. I'll, I got a TV we could put in there. You know what? We could knock all these walls down and just make uh, just make a four-level studio. Hasn't even seen the picture. I don't even. There it is. 
Just a- anything, say. honestly. Just just we'll build the tables off of the walls, and if you need to use the kitchen, go ahead and use that too, because I'm never here. So just make it it's one true. big studio. I don't recall anything in that description that sounded like it a was giant. Take up, take up more room than tw- what we're already taking. A up in twelve your foot wood table that never said twelve feet. That's why we're going to make said it from smaller. here to here. That's twelve feet. No, I said it was eight to ten feet. He said eight to ten. Well, from he pointed from here to here, regardless Doesn't matter if it's what I 10 feet said, or 12 it's, feet. It's as far as we currently are. A, a so it wouldn't be any bigger than what we already a take A giant up in, wood table. It wouldn't be any bigger than what we already take up in Let's, your basement. Okay. So not I thought sure this was a podcast where we were able to say our point and not get talked over. Sure. So what I'm trying to say is yeah. a giant wood table is going to be much more obtrusive than moving this little five-pound plastic table if i want to watch my tv maybe depends on no how we have no it's it guaranteed is it guaranteed okay yes well i think i got my answer fellas well spend that money on a screener <laughs> that's what yes. we might have to do uh well screeners take one-time fees <laughs> <laughs> Corey, you got any housekeeping to go through or we want to move into business no i don't uh, believe i do all right sir and now it's time for booze news. Uh, all right. I think it's just you and me tonight, sir. So uh, what I've got is a, so there's a website called freeblockbuster.org for, for you young kids out there who may not be familiar with this. Blockbuster was a video rental service that existed <laughs> once upon a time. It was a building, like brick and mortar business. Still got my card. Do you really? <laughs> so you could go there and rent a movie. And Hey, Bob. It, yes. And can you drop that they also told Netflix to pound sand? Your idea is stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. They weren't very forward thinking. <laughs> but part of the part of the benefit part of the joy of using Blockbuster was the perusing of the movies and looking at the shelves and everything that was there. Um, that a lot of kids today don't get because they do all that shopping online. At any rate, free blocks freeblockbuster.com is a a movement that has franchise locations all across the country. And basically it is, um, you can, it's, it's like a grassroots movement. They're, they're asking you to either make a container and put it somewhere in your neighborhood and designate it as a free blockbuster site where people can come and put in like use DVDs and under the, under the principle that it's leave one, take one. Or you can go to freeblockbuster.org and you can buy an actual blockbuster, like a like a model, like like a like a like a newspaper stand, and and just do it that way. But those are things that they're popping up everywhere, and I thought it was interesting that if this is something that you had seen in your neighborhood that was based around like actual books, like a book nook here and there, which I think everybody's seen. Now you can take it upon yourself to put a little blockbuster kiosk in your neighborhood as well. <laughs> can I put VHSs in it? You could probably do whatever you wanted, Corey. They I actually think I still porn Betamax. Well, I'm laser not a, disc. I'm not as old as you, but laser disc, laser um, discs. <laughs> yes, I think I actually still have some blockbuster VHSs that uh, I was able to keep after they kicked the bucket. That you never paid the late fees for. I mean, I didn't. (laughs) I don't know if someone else may have, but I definitely did not. Okay. What do you got, Corey? Well, um, 
I have a TikTok for you guys that I came across. Okay. Is this another one of someone dancing like I dance? Because we could just no. get that right out of the way <laughs> up front. No. So this is a uh, another podcast. I don't know the name of it, actually, but they were having people call in, and they wanted to know what was the longest slow burn joke they've ever been a part of. And I may have laughed for 15 minutes at this uh, this okay. caller. So here you go. Uh, welcome. What's the slow burn joke you got for us? So when my husband and I first started going out, um, he was a really bad snorer. And what he told me was when he lay on his back, his balls would cover his anus and create an airlock. And that's why he snores. <laughs> I don't know why they left stage while he was snoring. Just test by picking them up to see if they weren't blocking the blocking his toot hole. I I cradled his balls for three years before I figured it out. Oh my god, that's a dedicated woman. <laughs> so yeah, there you guys go. That's uh, wow. <laughs> if only I were a back sleeper, right? Yeah, that's that. That's the just to give credit where credit is due. The Rock FM on TikTok. Is that where? Okay, I didn't even see what uh, where it was from. I just saw the TikTok. I'm like, I need to save this I mean, immediately. I don't, I don't know if they posted it or if they reposted it or is it like is it, is a is it like a retweet? Like a, is it called a, like a re TikTok? I, I that could be the dumbest so. thing I've ever said, but I don't use I don't fucking use TikTok. So I should have asked Todd Dillon, the master of TikTok. Indeed, probably just a share. I don't know. Todd has no idea either. He's like, ah, I don't. I, don't know. I wasn't paying attention to you. I don't use TikTok, so I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, Todd. Yes, sir. Let's let's do a little airing of grievances. I don't think we've hit this for a couple of weeks. What is, well, what is what's a, pissing you off in the world today? Well, this week I traveled to Boston, and uh, I have a number of travel grievances. So my first grievance is people is against people who talk out in public uh, with their phone on speakerphone and scream in crowded places. And now my dog's hearing me yell. <laughs> get carried away. So sorry about that. But uh, that's my first grievance: people who who yell into their phone in public places. I have a grievance. (laughs) (laughs) Farful. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Quiet, Farful. (laughs) (laughs) The back talk continues. I was going to say, shut the fuck up, Dad. (laughs) I see something out here. I'm trying to alert you. So you're saying they could be talking talking directly to the phone, but they put it on speaker, which causes them to have to scream into it. Well, yeah, exactly. If you're having a, pr- a conversation with a single person, why are you yelling into the phone in front of everybody? And so this guy's just basically yelling. We're hearing half a conversation in the air in the wide open airport. So that was my my first grievance. Put, just put it up, put the phone to your ear, you dipshit, and talk to your person. Okay. My next my next grievance is we that nowadays anybody who flies anywhere knows that they board the plane in certain orders in group in your group numbers on your ticket. If you're in the last group, why do you stand your ass in right in front of the fucking gate so that everybody has to walk around you? Yeah, that's why I hate to fly. You know, Todd, we should be living in a society where there aren't classes. 
<laughs> Screw that. Fine. I mean, ultimately, they, they used to load the planes from back to front, but right now they board in groups. And if you if you look at your thing and your group says D, and they're like, we're boarding A, get the fuck out of the way. So, Todd, do you do you have you ever had to board in one of the last groups, or does your helicopter money preclude that from ever happening? Years ago, I boarded like normal folk. Okay. <laughs> so years ago, when you're one of those normal folk, what did you do? Yeah. Did you kind of sidle up to the to the to the to the gate and no. want to be the first I checked one my, of I your group to get I in line? My ba- I checked my bag, carried on as little as, as, as possible because I knew I was going to walk all the way to the back and all the overhead space would be taken. So I took, I was a minimalist. I went to the back and did my duty and, and, and stayed out of the way. You mean I, you're a considerate human being? How dare you? You mean you didn't walk in oh, front of the veterans and the handicapped? <laughs> no, Todd used to time it so that he would leave his house so that he had just enough time to get in his car, drive to the airport, park the car, get on the tram, get to the gate, and walk directly onto the plane. My, my dad would do that. He he would fly like three times a week, and he's like, you know all this two hours early stuff? He, he's like, yeah, you get over that. And he's like, I literally by the, have it timed perfectly to where I show up in the airport and walk directly on the plane. Yeah. I couldn't do it because I didn't travel I as hate much being as in the airport. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I hate being late. So I want to make sure I'm there. I do that. I, that. I hate being late too, but I hate being in the airport so much. If I, like I said, it's perfect for me. I, I walk up to board my group. I walk right through the right through the line and onto the plane. Yeah, yeah. It's it's maddening to watch him do it because you're like, what? Why the fuck was I here for two hours? Todd showed mm-hmm. up with like 22 minutes to spare and walked directly on the plane, but from ahead of me, <laughs> always ahead of me. Probably smiling, laughing. No, no, he was. Kind, he knew that I was shaking chains. So he was just like, "All right, I'll see you there." Which in itself is kind of a dick thing to say, but that's fine. And 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 this is my my last grievance is is my longest grievance because my flight back from Boston this week was six hours and fourteen minutes. Ooh. And again, I'm not in the habit of calling children motherfuckers, but uh, on this flight back, a woman and her two children, one of which was a motherfucker who kicked my chair <laughs> the entire fucking flight the whole way back and threw at least 16 temper tantrums where he threw his iPad or whatever the hell he was looking at for his movies into my chair and actually kicked my elbow with a shoe three times. Yeah, but that's, stole that's, shoes. that's not a motherfucking child. That's a fucking asshole parent. Yes. That's where I'm getting to, but yeah. he's a motherfucker too. <laughs> He's the motherfucker who's kicking me. Was he there with his mom or his dad? How old was this kid? It, it was mom. It was a mom. Again, I, I think the kid. I don't know exactly how old he was. Like he was. He was able to form sentences. So I'm thinking like five or six. <laughs> <laughs> Good yardstick to I'm use. Thinking, yeah. I'm thinking five or six, and he kept throwing temper tantrums uh, because he didn't want to. He didn't want to wear his headphones, so he's ter- jacking up the volume on his Pokemon or whatever the hell he was watching. And, uh, and so the, the, his mom's yelling at him and he freaking starts screaming and then he throws the thing into the back of the chair. Uh, and so, I, and literally every 10 minutes I would look over my shoulder and stare and give her the glare. I'm like, can you either switch seats with this, this kid or whatever? And then the thing that pissed me off even more is I think there's a thing with parents of young kids. 
after they've been ground down by these bad children for so long, they miss half the shit that their kids do, which is why she missed the other 90% of kicking and bullshit that he did to me. Because every time I turn around to stare at her, because I'm like, hey, your kid just kicked me again. She's like totally reading a book or freaking kindling or whatever the fuck she was doing. And I'm like, this, I, pay, I can't believe I paid money to get tortured for six hours and 14 minutes by a little motherfucker. That's my grievance. As a parent, I can tell you that there's no way that she didn't know all that shit was going on. Because that shit, <laughs> you don't have a kid who just acts out on the airplane. That kid does that shit 24-7, 365. Yeah. So she's got to live with it. And I feel there's some parents that they're, they just like, you know. Um, That's their vacation. The, theoretically kind of crawl up into a fetal position. They're they like, don't care. I don't want to deal with this, so I'm just going to block it out. Yeah, I'm going to let. Well, she would, cor- she would correct him on some stuff. But it was like it was it was a, a continuous negotiation. But like I said, he was even then. He, like literally every time after she told him to stop kicking my chair, he would kick it again two seconds later, and then she'd miss the sixteen in between the next time she actually tried to correct him. Should have wow. taken his shoes, throw him up the hall, the aisle way. I was. <laughs> the mom says I, something. I thought, I thought you said I throw him up the hole. I, I mean, I. I can't I be walking around those shoes. Was, my thought was that I was going to push the uh, flight attendant button every time and and ask the flight attendant to speak with the mom, but I figured I'd get freaking waylaid by other passengers for being mean to little kids. Not if it's a dick little they, kid. Yeah, they can all see what that kid's doing to you. No, not, see, that was, so that was the other funny thing. I chuckled uh, at this. So the kid kicked me the whole way. So I'm like literally, I, want, I wanted so badly to just berate the mom Shut up. Uh, for, for not doing anything about it, but I... Again, I'm like gathered myself, but then as we're so we're all people start standing up when we're at the gate, and they're they were and of course they're behind me, and then people are like, hey, do you, little one, do you want to stand on the chair? He's a cute little boy. He's, I bet he's a good little boy. Oh, and I'm like, how no. to kick no, him off the chair? How you like it, little shit? <laughs> you should have you should have bought all the candy you could find yes. at the airport <laughs> and turned around and stared him in the eyes and just ate it very slowly. Yep. I'd like a chocolate sundae, please. <laughs> at seat seven C. Yeah, <laughs> and they just turn around like. Keep ordering mind chocolate sundaes, and then yeah. uh, press the flight attendant button when she comes around. And say, "Could you bring me a trash can? I just don't feel like having this." <laughs> and then just throw it away right in front of the kid. Oh, there are ways, yeah. Todd. Well, that's my grievance. <laughs> that's oh man, my grievance. Those are my grievances. I got to tack on a grievance on the end of yours, Todd, because I March Madness is coming up, and so this week while I was listening to. <laughs> Nick's going to get us a shot. Like, <laughs> I planned this. Timed it perfectly. So listed two two separate sports shows this week. And so if you were going to say that the Detroit Red Wings were playing against uh, the Florida Panthers in a hockey game, how would you say it? It's the Detroit Red Wing. The Detroit Red Wings. Verse. Wait, wait, wait. Verse. Yeah. No, it's not versus. verse. It's versus. Yeah. And I've heard that. I heard that twice this week. And I'm like, this is a really easy thing to look up. And people are saying it incorrectly all the time. And it pisses me off. Time is money. <laughs> you're wasting so time. You're, you're saying that extra syllable that yes. you're saving is, yes. is a, money. Okay. Yep. But you, you and I are just a bunch of dumb fucks on a podcast. These people hey. have sports shows that are syndicated nationally. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Although, like, when they verse, like, it also verse is not a verb. Versus is a word that means 
is playing against. Most of the hockey games that I see, though, they will say versus. They don't that's great verse because that's the right way. But ver- I'm like, yeah. you are on a nationally syndicated show. People are stupid. Not they the, don't know any better. Yeah, that's my grievance. I think it's a valid grievance. Yeah. Because it's fucking wrong. It's almost as bad as people who FaceTime other people in public too. Then get mad at you because you listen to their conversation. It's like, well, then shut the fuck up and uh, don't have it <laughs> right in front like of me. a very personal <laughs> hey, <laughs> grievance hey, Bob. And I told Katie. <laughs> hey, yes, sir. Hey, Bob. Yeah. My tack on to yours is then those the people who, who the people who take things for granite. Granite? Oh, oh no. Granite. Where do you oh, want yeah, that, that table? A times. <laughs> like countertop as I've heard that a million times. You know what, Todd? Yeah. I'll add one on to that. Yeah. Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another we could we could do the rest of the first half with just this kind of shit. Yeah. Pacifically instead of specifically. <laughs> Whom? Can you say whom? That episode of The Office. You remember Spider Face? Spider Face? Yeah, Yeah, she did that to Spider Face. (laughs) (laughs) Why did specifically remind you of that? I don't know. Wasn't it Don't don't Bite Your Nose to Spider Face? Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I stand by my... By my statement, Corey. how dare you wait for me to walk away to talk about these kind of things well, that you know when you, I want to talk about? Sometimes when it's sports related, the good shit comes out of that. And I stand yeah. by my statement that this is why the first half that camera needs to be down on the table. <laughs> if I didn't forget the tripod outside, we yeah, would have for uh, next time. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab it on the break, and hopefully something <laughs> something great will happen on the second half. Yeah, su- supposedly. Supposedly, stop it! I will kick you right in the fucking mouth. No, su- no, supposedly. Stop drives, it! Drives me insane. It fucking drives me nuts. <laughs> you're well, driving us insane when you keep saying that. Irregardless, you used to, but it's now a word. They sw- that's when they switch. No. No. I, I wholeheartedly disagree. Just it's, because it's, not, it's now added to the Webster's, Just man. because it's added to Webster's doesn't mean you're not an idiot for using it. <laughs> there, and there are so many of these that I know I can't remember right now, but that happen all the time that people say. Yeah. If you're listening to the podcast, and you've got some of these that are really, really bothering you, text it to us at 618-SHOCKER. And we'll talk about it next week. Really grab. We'll give your you credit. That's Bacachapam. <laughs> Those words are naturally annoying. <laughs> All right, we I, did. Sorry, I, go ahead. I, no, there, there's one I, I do hate though that when people say that they're out of pocket, that drives me crazy. Why is out that? of pocket? When they say what? Like my my dad started in the business world. Like um, he said that. At first, it drove him nuts uh, because people would say, hi, you've reached uh, Cheryl Fong um, with such and such branch of whatever, whatever. And uh, this weekend, I will be in Ch- I'll be out of pocket in Chicago and unable to receive phone calls. And he said, like, all these big executives were, were saying it all the time. Yeah. And he's like, at first, I hated it. He's like, but I kind of like it now. And I've I'm never like, heard it. No, I don't. I hate it. I hear it a lot. I, I mean, I hear, it. I hear it in the context of like. In that context. Yeah, though. I've heard it in the context like, oh, I'm going to have to pay out of pocket for that. No, yes, no, 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 that's, no just, I've heard that a lot. That they're not going to be in the office. They're gonna I've never out. heard that. Yeah. That sounds real stupid. It does. It sounds ridiculous. Hmm. Todd, you've never heard that, or you've heard it in a different I, context. I have. I don't think I've heard it in that context. I think it would that would annoy me. Or, or how about um, off the cusp or cuff? Off the cuff, I've heard. Uh huh. That's on the cusp, not right. off the cusp. But but people will. There's variations. There's variations of it. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I was just saying that off the cusp. <laughs> and it's like, wait, what? That's a mixed metaphor. Yeah, exactly. Did you go with crick or creek? Creek. Depends on who you're, <laughs> depends on who you're talking to. Crick is a crick, I was just saying, a crick and a creek are actually two different things. <laughs> a crick in my neck? Uh, again, don't, yeah, don't do that. There's don't a lot say of, that. There's a lot of country songs like... Never, um, never, you've never said it or you've never heard a it? A crick in my neck? A crick in your neck, yeah. Who says that? My Grammy used to say it all Old the people. time. Hence oh, why Bob, that's why Bob's <laughs> saying it. There's, there's a, there's a once again. You are older than me. <laughs> oh, I'm like, no, I'm not. No. There's a country. You song know who you are. Total Body uh, Lockout. Nitty gritty dirt band. Uh, Fishing in the dark, where they say, um, past the creek bed, where the where the old stump road. Nick, I'm, Nick, I'm going to go out on a limb here. A song lyric. I'm going to say yeah. there's a lot of country songs that's that like involve a creek. Yeah, and that's I haven't a bold heard statement, sir. Uh, is it though? <laughs> They also use holler down there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Down, yeah. In, the, down in the holler. Yeah. Uh, the hey, holler's a real thing. So. We've we have we're got a shot sitting here, but but we still have not done a what are we drinking thing. So, Todd, what do you, what do you, you're back on the sauce, back yes, on indeed. the wagon. <laughs> indeed. What do you got? I got from Iron Horse Brewing. I have, let me get this in front of the camera here. Aloha Death. It's a dark brown <laughs> ale uh, that's uh, brewed. Uh, that's fantastic. Somewhat macabre. Put it up again, Todd, real quick. I got, I got you full screen Aloha now. Aloha death. Yeah, you said it's a brown ale. Well, it's got to be yes. a brown ale. I would give that a try. Nice. It's, oh, it is scrum delicious. I caught, I caught that. That's a good one. Uh, and your shot is? I got that crown apple going. I'm getting it out right now. <laughs> Naturally. All right. Corey? Uh, hard sodas again. Yep. Shot is? Fireball tonight. Okay. Well, I I do believe I still have some butter shots in there, but they're currently frozen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just to be clear. Corey has butter shots in a plastic flask in the deep freeze that is completely frozen. Well, it's he has on top of the. Now it is. He has butter shots in a butter shots fifth that is completely frozen, and. Oh, is there a fifth in there, he too? He has a pint of butter shots in my upstairs freezer that's completely frozen. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to me. Yeah, I, I guess it's just wherever he needs to be. He's like, oh, I need to have that frozen butter shots on hand. I'm so glad I got that thumbs up for storing my goblet here. Yeah, yep. a glass. Yeah. That's practical. So is my booze. <laughs> butter shots everywhere is not. This is not nuts for winter. <laughs> kind of sounds like it is. I don't know. Along the same lines. Yeah, my grandpa. More like used, nuts for summer. My grandpa used to hide vodka <laughs> all over the place. Summer. There's a problem. <laughs> uh, all right. Yep. And you and I are drinking off the keg. Uh, I'm right? not drinking off the keg yet. Not yet. I'm I'm doing blue light right now. I'll okay. Give you guys a chance to get your money's worth out of that keg. And we're doing a Revel Stoke Apple for the shot. But Greg is drinking. Ooh. I have a 14 year Balvenie. Caribbean cask. There we Caribbean go. cask. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Keeping it classy. Trying to class this up a little bit. From Australia, huh? Sure. Dan Anda. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Scotland. Oh, well, not the Caribbean? So, you were so close. No. Oh, damn it. Or else it's that scotch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you don't have a shot in front of you, pause us and go grab it. And then you're rejoining us. With and your join shots. us for a shot, Lassie. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> You're drinking Salute. with groundskeeper Willie now. <laughs> Sweet Machu Picchu. Getting better. Haven't heard that on your end in a while, Todd. Yep. <laughs> I know. All right, I'm going to turn it over to Nick Bader for his existential question of the week. 
All right, and for this week's Nick's existential question of the week, um, it was a toss-up. It was it was a toss-up between two different questions. the The first question was going to be um, if if you were to be presented uh, in in the situation of what's going on over in Ukraine right now, hopefully supporting Ukraine, um, what three items would you bring? Um, oh, like. Go- this is not the question you're going to ask us. So no, but the first okay. question I'm going to ask you is which question you want to answer. And there's well, two. A choice. Yeah, there's a two. Okay. Yeah. And the next one is more lighthearted, and it's which, you know, you you have to go up to the ISS to assist. Um, you're going up in a rocket. What three items would you bring? So which question do we want to ask? Corey, what's your vote for? I'm going to say to try to not stray too far off of what we normally discuss, we should probably do the rocket. The the, the moon? Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm in I'm I indifferent. Think, I think I we know, know what yeah, he I, wants I, to answer. So <laughs> Eric's like, well, I can't talk about, uh, a lot about uh, artillery and shit if I'm going to the fucking moon. <laughs> well, hold on. Maybe you got to bring three things. You totally can cover that. Oh, I'll, I'll figure something out. I'm going to shoot gonna off with, into space? I'm going to vote with Corey. So, Todd, you may have to... Cor- Clar- clarifying question. Yes, Todd. <laughs> Is there Wi-Fi on, on the space station? Uh, well, there's going to be Wi-Fi yeah. everywhere because Elon Musk is sending thousands and thousands of Starlink satellites everywhere. So, well, well, I just want to make sure. Is there ammunition on the space station? Or do I, if, if I, like, pick... If there you and I are riding up there, would... Todd, there is. <laughs> I think so. Since... I'm trying to figure out. Do we, is that separate? Like, if, if I bring a firearm, with I, th- me, I think since then... the uh, the five soldiers from Trump's space force retired after his uh, after he lost, I, I I don't think there's any more ammunition on the space station. So that would be one of the items that we'd have to bring. And, and if, it's going to be you whatever say, you, you want. If... Who are you fighting? Aliens. <laughs> No, no, let, let, let Todd finish because I feel like he was going somewhere he's maybe going, different. He's going somewhere. Well, I'm just, I'm getting, it's just clear. I'm just asking clarification. If I need, if I pick a thing, do I need to pick the thing that it, that it uses as well? So for instance, let's say I was to bring a Walkman, would I need to bring batteries or does, does that take up one of my items? Oh, right? Okay. I see what you're saying. And, and how long am I staying on the space station? Do we have to own these things, or can it be like nope, unlimited, to, yep, unlimited mo- whatever, money wise? Whatever you want. It's it's, okay. it's Think of it like, um, and it's for either question. Think of it as, you know, not a political question and not a question of, oh, I'm going into space, so I'm going to need oxygen and all that crap. Think of it as I'm on a desert island. What would you bring? Because Corey was bringing a laptop that he said he would use until the battery died. So that's how stupid say, things it, can get. You but know? isn't this very close to the? Desert Island question? It's basically the exact same it's thing. Very close. Yeah, it's very close. Yeah, it's a, it's a, di- it's a, different, it's a different situation, though. It's, it's yeah, because there's plugs on a space station. You don't have any plugs yeah, on that. I mean, if we want to break down questions to their very core, then and you're like, well, it's still a question. So uh, The space station you know, has electricity. You asked a question last stuff, week. So, the know. difference you know. here is the destination is yeah, a space station. Yeah, it's completely The rules are probably How long are we going to be there? Well, a general, t- generally, a tour on the ISS lasts about six months. Mm. Okay, there you go. I'm yeah, good. That, uh, that's a fact. Are you sure? Yeah. Ge- generally speaking, it's about six months. 180 days in space. Yeah. I feel like they give out patches, and that one guy was really no, there pissed are, off. There are the people one. who do multiple tours, but they don't do more than 180 days at a crack. Okay. Even Mark Kelly, I think Mark Kelly was one of the uh, only few guys who did a year. 
Agreed. So, okay. so I'm still thinking about Ukraine. Apparently, we're in space now. So, is, well, is that I, the? Vote? I never heard what Todd voted. We, uh, Corey and I, voted for space. Todd was asking what he could bring to space. I think we know what. Todd's no, Todd vote never. Is. But he never said. He just wanted. He had clarifying questions. It's, yeah, I just wanted to clarify like all the parameters around it. Yes. So, if Todd votes with Greg, I, I'm you're the tiebreaker. Like Greg. Okay, so you're the tiebreaker. Uh, exactly. I'm indifferent with Greg. Okay. Um, What's really? Did anyone vote for though. Ukraine? Nobody. I mean, that's. I would much rather do that, but I totally get where I could get. No, we're not talking uh, politics. We're okay, not, we're not talking politics. I mean, Just, I. Uh, you don't even have to call. You can call it. Uh, say, I'm gonna make the this, good guys, gonna, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to make this very easy for you guys. I'm going to bring the exact same three things, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like we had any doubt. This is, probably, <laughs> this is probably the same three things you would take. Dude shoes. <laughs> The same three things he would wireless have. headphones. Yeah, he would have. He would have an Oscoda. He Spitter. Would have, he would, yeah, <laughs> done. We're not doing all that again. We're, we're not just saying the exact same blanket answer each time. I, I actually can't. It's wait. not the same I blanket answer. It's, all right, what I, all right, it's what I would bring with me. I'd bring my Gumby flip flops. <laughs> I'd bring my laptop, my MacBook. I love my MacBook. I can't wait. And my GoPro. I literally stuck with him though because he knows the name of them. because so. it was so asinine. <laughs> I told him last time, I said, Corey, you're on a desert, a deserted island, and you're bringing your MacBook. And he's like, ah, I'd get some use out of it before it died. And I was like, okay, that's, I can't, but there, you can't question the answers. I'm going to make this really simple for you. Wait, wait. Go ahead, Todd. Again, Nick never answered my clarifying question clearly. What's that? So let's, I'm going to use a different example. So let's say on this desert island or the Ukraine, I'm going to bring a printer. Does paper take up one of my items, or do we just assume that there's paper? No, no, that, that's it's just you assume it. Yeah, just like your ammunition thing. If you want to bring a okay. gun, you have ammunition. Perfect. That's that's all I needed to know. And it's not going to be one of those things like, oh, we didn't bring the oxygen tank, so you're dead. You know, <laughs> yep, like it's not it. like a secret, like, yeah. No. Got it. Um, I, so, I'm locked in. I'm, 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 I'm going to make it really easy for you. I'm going to make things interesting and say the Ukraine thing. I'm going to make it really easy for you. Okay. We have plenty of time for you to do both of them. We can do both. So start with whichever one you'd like to start with. And you can't say the same thing for both. I think that's fair. Yeah. You can't add that in now. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Nick's existential question, I believe, is the segment. That is, it's the only segment we have with someone's name on it. Yeah, that's and true. And guess whose name and, that is. And guess guess who could make up rules about uh, Funko This? You. There were no rules. Uh, no, it's not Corey's phone. Well, guys. but it's, I mean, no one else likes them, so. <laughs> no one else likes them. I like that. Hold on. Wait, what? Greg, how many Funkos do you have? I have zero. Thank you. I've got a few. It's, what are it's you just because I don't you, What did you just knock onto the floor? Thank you, sir, for your, oh, it hit the spittoon. <laughs> something fell and hit something. But I love how. I it heard a ding, ding. But it hit the spittoon. <laughs> oh, Greg, <laughs> Greg shook the table and knocked my uh, pen off. Oh, yeah. Wow. And we'll step I'm on it and ankle go on the carpet. I, that was a, a speedy three under the bus move by Corey Slesky. Right? Wrong yeah, kind of, you wrong. were trying to defend the Funko thing. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So both wrong, wrong, kind of, wrong kind of pen. Yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> both both questions. Both questions. Okay. So uh, we'll which, do moon first. Okay. Moon first. Okay. And we're going to start with Todd. Oh. Okay. Uh, so like Todd clarified with your help, uh, if I want to bring something that requires Wi-Fi, That'll art. I could assume that's already provided. It's probably already at a space the, station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's because they're uh, going to have know, everything. Is, like they're going to have food. They're okay. going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would definitely bring like my iPod loaded with stuff because I feel like up there 
let's assume that I'm going up there not as a special guest of mm-hmm. a guy who can't add any value, but it's just up there to like look around and take pictures and like say a visitor. Like I've got some sort of skill. Oh well, I was going the opposite, saying you like you were a tourist. Well, either way, I would still bring music because I feel like up there there's probably something that's in short supply, and they've got crew members from all different countries, probably with all different tastes. And the odds of me hearing something that I'm going to like from someone, something that someone else bought is probably pretty slim. So I'm going to bring an iPod. We are the word world people wouldn't think that. Um, but I'm also using this as my opportunity to expose people from other countries. There you go. To what I listen to. Bridge the gap. There you go. Uh, Music knows no language, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. That, that was deep. Yeah. That was deep, man. Um. Uh, you put me on the spot here. Two more things. Um, so is, hard. This is for all the times he's like, and we're going to go with Todd Dillon first. And, and Todd's like, <laughs> you know uh, what? Uh, you know what? You know what? Uh, uh, number two, I'm bringing gummies because I'm going to guess I can't have a cigarette in space. So no. I'm going to need something to distract me. And gummies are perfect. Getting that booze to float in your mouth is difficult. Uh, right, right. So gummies are going to make me forget all about the booze. Inject it right up the butthole. <laughs> So, butthole gummies, number two. Butthole gummies? <laughs> All right. Did you just say? I was talking about the alcohol, not the gummies. But oh, if you not, wanna, I'm not bringing alcohol. But if you want to stuff the gummies Sorry. up your no, butt, no, no, go no. ahead. Let's well. go to the bathroom. <laughs> Guy's in the toilet a lot. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Got to get those gummies out. Dude, it fell out again. Bob, why didn't you just put them in your suitcase? <laughs> or your mouth. <laughs> no one was checking anything. Um. Suitcase, space suitcase. <laughs> my space suitcase. Yeah. Oh. Not my suitcase, my space suitcase. Yeah. Uh, I this would, week's episode's called. I would probably bring, uh, I would probably invest money before I went to bring the, the best digital camera I could get. That's and I'm sure they have on board, they, I'm sure they have cameras that are built in that will take pictures of <laughs> you. It, just by being, that are worth millions and millions right, of dollars. Just, just by virtue of me being there, like if I'm like, oh, can I have like the pictures of the Bob, earth? Bob, listen, this isn't fucking canopy. Cedar Point. You can't no, just go buy pictures from your tour to space. Jesus. No, I'm sure if I'm part of NASA. I'm just kidding, and I don't know. This is hypothetical. ISS, I'm just assuming that I would have, like if I said, hey, can I have the pictures from when I was up there? That, that there's, a, there's a canopy on the ISS where you can go and it's a, it's always facing toward the earth. And it's like a 180-degree view of, of the Earth. And it's a place where a lot of them go to, you know, at a particular time to try to find their country or to look for certain weather patterns or whatever. I'm sure I could say, like, hey, can I have, from the six months that I was there, can I have the pictures that you took? But not knowing and that for sure. Yet. Yeah, right. No. If they said yet, uh-huh. I, would bring my own, I would bring my own camera. So those are my three things. Look down there. That's called an angry storm. <laughs> angry spider yeah those are my three things right. those are your three things yep. okay um i feel like greg is itching to go next i get out of the way here i'm gonna bring my laptop yeah gotta have that i am going to bring a golf club with oh, ball that is not what come on greg come on i know what you're gonna say nope number three nope that's no. not gonna be what you're thinking um so <laughs> there's microphones everywhere. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, what I said. Mossberg shotgun. <laughs> pop, 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 what was that? <laughs> I'm not. This whole room is filled with little, microphones. A little more powerful than I thought. 
I'm, I'm bringing my laptop. Damn it. I'm going to bring a golf club with a ball, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so I can have the well, longest. Have you, ever, have you ever looked inside the ISS? Where are you going to hit this fucking I'm going to do a spacewalk because you get those suits and you go outside. Yeah. Oh, you want and the I'm going to hit a drive. ball and hit the furthest ever. Corey, Corey. <laughs> All right. I'm already oh, there. I'm, I'm already I'm there. God oh, damn it. I'm with you. That's the only one I brought, that's man. Fucking, that's fucking genius, my friend. Just slowly nope. floating. That is genius. You know, in, in my like, mind, though, I, in my mind, I see you being so excited that actually the one time you don't look at the ball and you get one that goes backwards. Yeah. Hey, it can go. Hey, it can go backwards. I go. Nobody will know but me. Okay. Yeah, I meant to hit it that way, guys. Todd, Todd, that is perfect. Guys, can you drop another one out of the porthole? My tether. I, I can't catch it. I, I can't. It's too far. <laughs> Looking around. I wonder if anyone's done that before. Uh, well. Um, someone hit one on the moon and it went, I can't remember what they said. Far yeah, four? <laughs> yeah, well, mean, uh, because gravity is different. It went into space. <laughs> well, it's still, you know, going around the moon. But you'd still have to break the, the plane of gravity to get, you have to break gravity's pull to get it to even orbit the moon. Oh, and I'm absolutely. not sure what the math I'm, would be to do that. I'm I'm going like into you're deep just into space. space. Yeah, you're I'm going into space. Like he's like, we're on the ISS. We're on the on the moon. I have I have no like one quarter gravity to deal with. Yeah, I'm just I'm hitting. I just stars have to get it moving. Yeah, it's just gonna keep direction. going. Right. Yeah. <laughs> First golf ball to Jupiter. Yeah. Why not? All right. Or to knock out my sat my Netflix satellite. <laughs> what was your third thing? My third thing was just in case things went completely south. A nice seventy-year-old Belveni Scotch bottle. <laughs> yeah, boy. One bottle. If things go south, man, I'm getting. If things go ripped. south, you need a Mossberg shotgun, my friend. You can't shoot a gun <laughs> in the space station. Okay. Let, let, Why can't you shoot a gun in the space let, station? Let me let me explain something. In the space station, not outside the space station. What? what, no, what in was, the space station, you want to do that? So, uh, what is it? Newton's Didn't law. Did the space force want to bring guns up there? Like okay, so you ever objects in motion stay in motion, motion right? Yeah. So, so okay, so the kick from a Mossberg would right. send you flying into the wall. I would be pushing you back. <laughs> you, be he would you. have his feet up against, yep, the, up wall. against the wall. I'd be like, no, I got you. I got you, Greg. I was gonna say, I got you. Just how that golf ball we were just talking about yeah. is going and going and going. <laughs> That's what Greg's body's gonna do after that shotgun no, blast goes off. No, that he would. He I would be pushing with he equal would, and opposite force. He would shoot that shotgun. Would fly back with such intensity that it would snap his support cable, and Greg would be forever floating in space. No, that's no, no, that's him floating outside. The shell explosion would blow the space station up with all that oxygen being pumped in there. Oh yeah, all the fire going through. I mean, I'm also assuming that they're not pumping in 100 percent pure oxygen. No, but but at the same time, it would be. I'm not yeah. a scientist, but I'm going to say not be a bad day on the ISS. Yeah, is what I mean, if, if, if you, 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 ever, you ever notice why, you, yeah, the hospitals were like the first places you couldn't smoke is because there's oxygen running through all the walls yeah. and it just fucking it would go right into up. a bomb. Yeah, those are my three things. Good job, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, right. I I wanted to have like it was in my mind. I'm like, you know, what? wouldn't do a shotgun, but I would do something. But I was like, eh. Can't oh, shoot that up there. Uh, Can't you shoot were that up there. Over my shotgun idea. No, well, maybe a little. <laughs> okay, so so mine would be. So my, it was a scotch, right? Yes. It was, so yeah. it was the third was a scotch. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. My my three things um, would be if I could go up there. Um, number one would be 
a pallet full of liquor. A pallet? Yeah, a big pallet of it. Because I don't want one Just bottle. What weighing, is that going to do? Weighing that space station <laughs> down. Months? Hold on. What is that going to yeah. do for me? Do you, for on. six months? The... The space for supplies is at a premium on the ISS, and I'm you're bringing a pallet of liquor? Yes. Um, <laughs> for six okay. months. Second, excuse me. Second, um, <laughs> second, I'm bringing Elon Musk, because I feel like if I rub elbows with him, he's got a lot of money, so I could get a lot more things that I want if, if we became friends. And then, not if he's already up there with you. He's trying to go to no, the that's moon. Fine. Oh, dude. He, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. He couldn't get supplies up there. Yeah. Okay. And so, <laughs> number three, I would, uh, and, and I'm kind of embarrassed about this. This, but, Prophylactics. No, but but I'm going to have to say, uh, down. since their father didn't, I'm going to bring Bob's kids so they can experience space. <laughs> because that was just selfish of him to just want to listen to music and not let his kids experience space. So I would bring Bob's kids. Do, do, first of all. <laughs> Does that count as one or two things? First of all. No, that's just one. Do, do one. you know how many things my kids haven't experienced? I don't feel guilty about any of those things. You shouldn't. That's okay. You don't have to because they'll be there. No, I, good I'm good for you, there. man. I will get the full report from them after they come back with you on your trip. Yep. So, Nick, to kind of segue from the, the segment a little bit here, I'm touching exactly on that. Uh, we went to the Tool concert the other night. Yeah. Jealous. It was me, Bob, and Jack, and we were sitting there at Harry's eating dinner. And uh, luckily, I was, I was wanting to tell Jack a story about Harry's. But he was talking about something, so I, I wasn't going to interrupt him. Harry's is the restaurant. The yeah, the, the, yeah, Bar and Grill. Um, Jack had made mention in his story of about us going to LCA that he wanted to go to a Red Wings game with his father. And the story I was about to tell had to do with us being at a Wings game like two weeks prior. Oh, no. So I was like... Oh, yeah. It's, Actually, no, Jack. Hold on. It's not like I've never taken him to a Red Wings game. I get it. I just felt bad in the moment of me being like, oh, yeah, your dad and I were just at a Wings game we two weeks ago. We were just there last week, yeah. But so, I knew I already bought him tickets to go see a tool show. I, I get it. I, I'm not saying. Yeah, you can't do everything for your kids. I'm not. Like, just a note for all you future parents out there. You can't do everything for your kids. I'm not saying. Yeah, you can stop them from kicking the seats in front of them. <laughs> so I'm glad you finally are realizing That's it's the so parents' true. fault. That's so true. <laughs> so I, I just I felt terrible when Jack was like, I, "Dad, I really want to go to a Wings game with you." And I was he, like, oh. he vocalized I was that? Like, yeah. yeah, of course. I was there, but I'm like, look, we went to Tool. Like, I'm going to March Madness this month. Corey's also getting married. Uh, Lori and I have a vacation coming. We have two of them coming up actually between Tawas and uh, Pictured Rocks. I'm like, I can't. It's gonna, it's gonna be. It's gonna be in the fall. We we'll have to go in, in October. So either way, Nick, I felt bad that Jack was asking to go to a game <laughs> while, while he was still there for while you were he was sitting across from you talking about going to see a ticket that I paid for. Corey, well, you felt bad. Just a, yeah. a, a, okay. I think a strong male figure will do. You know, I'm trying. To, I'm it trying. Have to be Bob. I, I wish my papa would take me to a game. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I can't fucking wait Todd, until your kids get here. Todd, I can't fucking wait, Todd. That's basically what it was. I felt, <laughs> I felt fucking terrible that we had just been to a Wings game two weeks prior. Maybe hey, was Harry's busy? I can't yeah. fucking wait. I'm until sorry, your kids. In, hit in, this Bo- earth. in Bob's defense, maybe he didn't know. Maybe Jack's never said this, and he just said it for the first time. There. I've taken him to a Red Wings game. No, I, I was, know. I was literally taking him to a shoot to a tool show that night. 
Right, but that's not a Red Wings game. That's not what he wanted. Oh, okay. So I'm just an endless fucking <laughs> uh, Edgar, empty wallet now. That's no, what, what I'm what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, what I'm what I'm saying is, if like he was coming home every day and like, God, Dad, I'd really like to do this for you, and Bob's like, Go fuck yourself, which I don't think ever has happened. Yeah, maybe no. it was just in the moment that he said that. And by the way. Uh, had he been saying that regularly to me, like we, he would have been at that fucking game. Exactly. Me. But to get Dude, Jack to watch a Wings game on TV with me is a fucking chore. I'm not. I'm not sitting here. I'm not sitting here. So there you go. I wouldn't want to watch it in your living room. Either. And I will see the game. You I wait till you sit. Hey, wait till you sit on his couch. You'll I will. Be all right. I will yeah, say no matter. 100%. No matter. And I was just. I was telling Mike yeah. this the other day. Um, no matter because we were brought uh, brought up about Cecilia and we were talking about Jack and the maybe yep. helping out thing. Yeah, and uh, I said, you know what? I said Bob can do a lot of fucked up things, as can I, as can we Indeed. all. It's a great start, but <laughs> but it's a happy ending. Uh, but <laughs> he is one of the one of the few people I know that no matter what social situation he's in, for the dumbest reasons that he tells me afterwards, if his kids call. He he will go on a forty five minute phone call and he will leave that situation and take care of any problem that his kids have, and that's a good dad. And uh, except and, except for getting to a wings game, though. Apparently, apparently yeah. And right, again, exactly. and again, it, exactly. if you want to flush the toilet, man? Then go ahead. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying you. If a good dad is a solid C, then <laughs> <laughs> Todd Dillon gives it a solid C. <laughs> Thanks, and, buddy. Appreciate and I'm not. It. And I'm not saying you did anything wrong. Obviously, by any means, well, I just, could have taken him to the game. I'm just telling you how <laughs> what I felt in the moment myself. I was like, holy shit. That's... Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Did you forget I... why we were there? No, dude, I knew exactly why uh, we were okay. there. But with Jack, Who do you think fucking paid for that ticket? I know you did. <laughs> well, there you go. But I Jack... just texted Jack, Uncle Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, he probably did, too. Was that pretend we don't... Was when that... Todd says shit like that, that means he actually did. <laughs> was, that per... was that pretend we don't have kids day at LCA? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, sorry to get a sidetrack on yeah, that, but I, I had to let someone know because it's been weary, it's been weighing heavy on my soul. <laughs> we, I feel like we haven't finished this ISS thing. So no, we, we have still not. have to go. We're through gonna we're, we're gonna go Ukraine next week, uh, and we'll finish off. No, with, no, no, we got time if you wanted it, but we still haven't finished ISS. Do we get everybody? Uh, no, we didn't get Corey. Todd. We didn't get Corey or Todd. Well, let's let's at least finish that one. All right, Todd, go ahead, sir. I still think we got time. Uh, but. Peasy peasy. So I'm gonna bring my. High-powered laptop, and since uh, the supplies will be up there for me to, to have all the resins I need, I'm bringing my uh, 3D printer so I can make all the shit I forgot or needed, and I'm getting myself for six months, I think I can do uh, with a case of Blanton's. Wow. Mm. I'm really surprised that there wasn't a rooster in there anywhere. I, I just was in, I was just envisioning this helicopter spinning in 360s going <laughs> absolutely nowhere and just... I really didn't I'm think a, this one out. I'm a, simp, I'm a simple man. <laughs> no, you are not. You are not a simple man. I have my 3D printer so I, so I can make everything else that I need. How did I get a bunch of shit for a case of liquor? And You said a pallet. You said a pallet. I'm assuming that's pallet, what Todd so. means as well. No. No, he said a case. A, case. a pallet is not a case. Okay. Case is 12 bottles. Oh, well, a pallet no, is 12 cases. 12 cases? <laughs> fuck that. Fuck you. that. No. I'm, I, mine is still a pallet. <laughs> Six months. That's what I'm saying. It can get boring. <laughs> I mean, All right. So, so what do you want to do with the other question? You I, I got it. Well, we, we have Corey. Corey, Corey, Corey did he? No, no, I've not. Could, could you imagine? Could you imagine how drunk <laughs> I would be? 
drunkenly traversing, floating through the space station, trying to get Bob's kids over to him so we can listen to that iPad. <laughs> Play us some music. No, I I would have alerted everyone else on the space station to don't let those fuckers next to me. <laughs> Damn. Keep them on. Do you know how big this? That's your kids, I was really, man. I was really uh, surprised to learn how big the fucking ISS is. How big it's, is it? I, I don't it's know. It's huge. To go from, they had a tour where a guy literally just put on a GoPro and just basically took a tour all the way through from one end to the other. And it was like a 45, 50 minute video. Wow. And he never stopped. He's like, here's this, here's that, here's this. Well, here's, uh, as, well as, I didn't tell you the video. scale of how big it is, dude. I could freaking point out a million things in a room to take 40 minutes. I'm just saying, uh, in a weightless environment, point, for, for it to take almost an hour for you to go from one end to the other was a lot bigger than I thought it was. Well, as I told you guys before, I uh, mistakenly, when I was hungover on the Quest. Found myself on the ISS. No, uh, yeah, on the <laughs> Oculus Quest, on the VR, I downloaded the International Space Station. And I, I almost wanted to vomit. I had to take it off. I was because it was it threw off the equilibrium. It, it sucked. I think I got to give that a shot tonight. Oh my god! Don't hmm. do it. It, dude. It's really disorienting. So now anyhow, I, Corey. Now, now I definitely want to try. <laughs> Corey, yours. I'm bringing my laptop, my GoPro, and uh, my vape pen with the cartridges I need for it. <laughs> That's it. Are you going to bring some uh, Windex so you can polish that porthole window and wave to Danielle while she's on Earth? Nope, don't need, don't need to. <laughs> don't need to. Love you, where, where's uh? What did I fucking tell you? I'm where's going your to space. Where, where's your better half this weekend? He's up in space. Uh, this weekend? Six months? It'll I, go by quick. <laughs> I, I just want to yeah. I just want to mention that I got a I got a screenshot from Jack. Uh <laughs> Please take me to the Red Wings game. <laughs> it, it has a thing where uh, his contact for Todd is Uncle Todd, right? And I sent him the goofy picture that I had for Todd for Todd's uh, face on his profile. <laughs> so that's there. And all it says is Uncle Todd loves you. So he, he took a screenshot of this message on his phone and then he sent a text and said, is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> The funny part about it, Todd, the funny part about it is it's a screenshot of his lock screen, his entire lock screen yeah. with the message being like three centimeters high. And then yeah. he's got the time and the music he's listening to and everything. Which was he cool. Ne he never cropped it out like or anything like that. Nope. He just like, here's what I just got on my phone. The, 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 wall, okay? the wallpaper is him in a Red Wings jersey crying. <laughs> Weird. That's what I, said. I go, I go really let's go weird. see a Wings game soon. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. LC LCA photoshops in the background. <laughs> Jack, you're clearly not there. <laughs> but I, I but I wish I was. I, yeah. ha I hate you all. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Like I said it wasn't anything you did wrong by any means. I just when he I just clearly make sure that was clear. did something wrong. Corey, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Stop calling him. This oh this should be an intervention. This is Take what you could do a damn game, Bob. This is what need, this is what he needs to hear. Todd, <laughs> taking one guess at what his response was when Jack said he wanted to go to a game this season. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to make it this season." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I wanted to explain why. <laughs> Bob would have listed off all the reasons of why they couldn't go to a game. 
And then, yeah, awesome. I don't think we're going to make it this season. <laughs> yeah, and, and by the way, my dad never would have listed reasons why I couldn't have anything. It was like, no, that was the end of it. There was a period oh. and then moving on. You know where your game money went, Jack? When I patched all the holes in that wall in your bedroom. That's where it went. Never even mentioned that. <laughs> Could have. Uh, didn't. Should have. Feather in the hat. Should have. Feather in the hat. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. You're the only one who understands You're, me. You welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into gentlemen's agreement. No, it's the MF and gentlemen's agreement. Oh. Done. All right. Let's uh let's start out with uh Todd Todd Dillon here. But, but Todd, before you go, just so yes, you know sir. you're gonna be first. You got a shot sitting here. And you I have a shot well. sitting here. Excellent. So let's uh everybody help us kick off the second half. Grab yourself a shot and join us. Cheers. Salancha. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Dad, you had Tinder Swindler. Was that from, I did. From Corey or Nick? Surprisingly, it was not from me. Is that from you, Nick? Yes. Tinder Swindler from Nick. What well, I couldn't remember who it was from, but it's, is it from Nick? It, it's Nick. Yes. Yeah, right. it's from me. All right. Uh, <laughs> he where doesn't to know where to start. Right? Um, I don't. So, th- so... Uh, thirty second synopsis. This is a movie. I thought it was. I thought it was a document documentary series, but it's a movie. But it's a mo- It's a. But it's a movie made by investigative journal- journalists about uh, a, a, an Israeli guy who is the Mac Daddy of all Mac Daddies uh, on Tinder, and he swindles money out of women on Tinder. And essentially doesn't pay a price for it. Uh, I I love it and hate it all at once. I I think from a grading perspective, I have to Nick. I have to say this is a solid A minus. Wow. <laughs> oh, but it has that love hate, you know, to it. Like it, it's it, like a hurt so good kind of. Yeah, it, because it's horrible. It's horrible. It's it's true. Yeah. Uh, and I sat there watching the stories of women who got duped by this dude, the the Tinder swindler, and I'm like, you're just dumb. You're you're too needy. But then I'm like, <laughs> this guy, like, is a certified. Uh, he's got the Kavorka, like the, re- <laughs> the like Kavorka. if there's a real Kavorka, he's got it because he. How do you figure out how much money you can bilk a woman out of? I mean, ultimately, there, there are, there's a long line of creep men who get over on women in all manner of different ways. But this guy is the master manipulator. I've never seen anything like it. And as much as I was really, like, at first kind of victim blaming, I took a step back and I'm like, but the fact that he pulled, if you pulled this off on one person and say, yeah, he, he got the one dim dim bulb in the tree this dude is gaming women all over the world and that tells me that his game is jordan-esque uh but it's evil i mean oh I, like it was it, it it hurts so like nick you said it perfectly i am disgusted especially by the fact again a dude what he did and kind of i don't want to I, I want this to be spoiler free but Again, here's a spoiler. 
In the, in the grand scheme of things, he does not pay a price. Here's the spoiler-free spoiler. Spoiler. I, could, I can't help it. I, I, it's why it's why it's an A minus because I'm like no fucking way, no fucking the whole time. I'm like no, no, wait, wait it's no. A, it's an A minus because you can't help giving spoilers for it. It's an A minus because as much as I wanted to like turn it out, going no way this could ever happen, it hooks you and you watch and you're like. No way this could ever happen, except for this person has an ability that is unexplainable, uh, and and it's, it's a person with a power. A power I can only imagine if he used his power for good. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that review, sir? I mean, it's spot. It's spot on. I mean, I, I liked it. That's why I gave it to Todd. But I mean, yeah, it's it's a hurt so good, you know, uh, scab that you pick at that you know you shouldn't. Um, yeah, kind, kind of I, I was, I was I'm like, I'm like, dumb, dumb, no way. Oh, okay. I see. I see where he's going. I'm like, oh, no, well played, well played, well played. I'm like, okay, I see where you're going. And I'm, I'm like, oh, I just figured out why she's not a dumbass. Dude, just played the game at a freaking master's level. Yeah, <laughs> oh I mean, God. you have to, you have to respect. Uh, the dude's the, got game. Yeah, the way he played it, you know. I mean, it, it may be evil, you know. In the under, it is evil. Uh, we're malicious, but you're absolutely dude's right. He's got mad game, you know. Like, good lord, right? The energy he put into that. Could you imagine if it was something, you know, productive? So hey, the, only, the, the only thing I did, I will, I will, I will bitch about, and why I didn't get an A, is. The the things that they showed that he spent money on, and I'm like, it, it's much like House Hunters and and all these shows where or renovation shows. I'm like, it seems like what he got for the money that he had on hand, which and they, and they didn't do a good job of actually f- kind of demonstrating like what how many streams of of currency were coming at one time. So I'm like, it seems like what he got out of this 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 person to pay for the thing that he did doesn't add up. And so I couldn't. That was the only thing where I was like. I, I I don't fully believe it because, but then at the end when they said how much money he builds people out of, I'm like, well, that makes sense then. So anyway. yeah. All right, J- just to reiterate for the audience, in case you're new to the podcast, gentlemen's agreement. I probably should have said this before we started the segment. Probably, but I can't say it every week. Come on. Uh, so this you is could. this is the segment where every week we assign. Um, we we put our names in a hat, and uh, the Excel macro tells us who we it as a pick and you're supposed to assign something to that person that you could assign to whether it's a movie or a tv show or a documentary something that you've seen that you would recommend that they watch and they have to watch at least two hours of it whether it's a movie or a, or a tv show so so that's what we're doing here we've actually had people on the show and have religiously watched the show that still don't understand, don't understand some, of the, we're doing. some of the segments, yeah. <laughs> and that's fair. Names won't be said. So every now and again, I feel compelled to explain what it is that we're doing. And no, nothing wrong with that. I'm just, yeah, probably before the segment. It just occurred to me. I got to sign a Tinder swindler, everybody. Sorry. So, yeah, I was assigned a Tinder swindler. I watched it, and I give it a solid A-. minus. Yeah, uh, you should watch it. If you're a lady who's looking for love, you should definitely watch <laughs> it. If you're a lady who's looking for love... That's where you'll find it. And if you are a lady who's looking for love and you want to know where you can find any of the things that we're reviewing, Don't do uh, it. a great site to go to is uh, justwatch.com. It'll tell you which streaming service you can find it on, whether it's free or whether it's rent. 
So with that, I want to move over to Greg. Greg, you have hey, sorry. Hey, real quick before we move on to Greg. Yeah. Uh, having seen the t- Twinder Tinder Tinder Swindler. Swindler. Wow. Tinder that's Swindler. a okay, Bob. Yeah, that that <laughs> was a huge Bob moment. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he, t- he put t- some W's t- in something uh, yeah. ten got minutes a, ago, didn't he? I got it right. The yeah. Wed Wings. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you feel better about that now, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. Um, Twindus, Windwit. Dude, after they interviewed the first lady, I was like, having not even seen this guy yet, I'm like, please tell me. That I think this is where it's going. I mean, I, I hope he pulled this off. I really did. <laughs> I was on I his. Did. I'm like, I was, I was, I was hating on him early on, but then, but then when I saw the layers to his game, because I'm like, bitches are gullible, and then I'm like, wow, dude's got mad skills. Mad skills. Dude, like I said, for me, all it was was after the first girl, I was like, oh, man, this, check, this check guy's your, a legend. Check your sh- chauvinism at the door there, Todd. Yeah. Well, well, not, well, not even that. Not even that. Here's the thing. This dude is, as a person who's traveled 150,000-plus air miles a year, I know okay. we're, all, we're all impressed, Todd. Dude. No, more too. <laughs> I could relate to what he was doing, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" And he's a freaking marathoner. He's in for the long game. <laughs> Word. I'm like, "Oh, I'll be, I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there tonight." Dude, potential. That dude's got mad game. Potential episode title: "Bitches Are Gullible." <laughs> yeah, get, us, get us a lot of views. That'll work. <laughs> we are. are we're, Already falling short on the uh, female listener audience. Yes, so. that's true. Greg, you had to watch. Everybody knows I love the ladies. You had to- <laughs> That'll bring them back. You shut your dirty mouth. Greg, you had to watch Unbanned. I can't remember from whom. Uh, I believe Todd gave that the to Todd? me. Yes. yes. Unbanned, okay. the legend of the AJ1. So it was about the original Air Jordan 1s. Um, kind of started off explaining uh, just the... Seemed like the transition between you have a white dominant sport now with the black dominant, and I don't want to say dominant, but kind of coming into the limelight where Nike took a chance with Michael Jordan and uh, through some clever marketing and some missteps by the NBA, I guess, and some misinterpretations of things, kind of set off a new culture in the world of the tennis shoe world. It's pretty interesting. Um I'm not a shoe person. I don't get the fascination with collecting shoes to never wear them. But it kind of sparked that whole culture in the world that we live in today. Well, I was going to say, I'm not a sneakerhead either, although I, although I do have tons of shoes. What I think is very interesting, though, and, and what I took away from the documentary is, after seeing this, have you noticed how many people you do who do wear Air Jordan I, ones? I have... Um, I have an extensive friend group of sneakerheads, so I am well aware of the sneaker game that's going <laughs> on. Um, don't all your friends wear the same shoes? Bowling shoes? No. No, they don't? <laughs> no, they do not. Let's go try. They wear a different ones. Um, no, but I have, um, I, have, I have a lot of friends. That's what they're into. And so they have numerous pairs of shoes that they have, you know, these... Uh, it's basically a drawing for these shoes and they'll re-release shoes and you get into this drawing on this site. And if you get them, everybody just resells them. 
or some people collect them, but I mean, I probably have 25 to 30 pairs of tennis shoes at home. Good um, Lord. And you're not a sneakerhead. I, I, I not I have, bought, I bought one I I pair. Four. Listen, I bought one <laughs> pair of those. I have a, I have a buddy. I have a buddy. He's a, uh, I guess he works in like, uh, the shoe business. Right no, he's at, he's at UAD Jesuit now. Works at Feet Locker. Um, in their athletic department. And no, well, they're, they're sponsored schools. So like he was at a couple of, oh, he was at Oakland. Oakland was at Adidas school. They went from Adidas and then Nike. They became a Nike school. Yeah. So you have to wear their shoes in their athletic department. We yeah. were the same size. He was getting rid of all his old shoes oh, and stuff he doesn't like. And he's disgusting. a sneakerhead. Yeah. <laughs> These are shoes. He's, I have shoes that have never been worn. Come on, Greg. No, they're still. I, I do. I do. I have so many. I have 25, 30 pairs of shoes. I think we I know who the sneakerhead is. Not me. I don't pay for them. <laughs> they're free you, shoes. You don't have to pay for them. If you, if you keep them, you're a sneakerhead. If, somebody, if somebody's giving you shoes, if someone's like, hey, what size would you wear? And they're like, oh, here, I got a whole bunch of shoes. They just keep giving to you. But you're not Bob's kids a need shoes, man. What size do you wear? I have, kids hey, need shoes. I, have, I have 14 size 14 shoes, shoes. He, that I give away to people. My buddies that have kids that are getting. He can't even make it to a Red Wings game, let alone get a pair of shoes. <laughs> do so. you have any that are red and white? I do. Huh? Clarifying question. Yes. If I had a pair of lavender oh, tennis oh. in your size. Oh, my God. And I sent them to you, and you were never going to wear them. You would keep them still? I'd rock them, bitches. I wear shoes. I'm not buying shoes to put up in a box somewhere. <laughs> I'm wearing them. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So you're a sneakerhead. You're a sneakerhead who wears them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But East, I ain't paying e- for them. Easter's coming up. Greg needs to look oh, fly yeah. in his it Easter is. suit. Yeah. So. Purple no, is no, the no. color of there's a wedding. There's a wedding coming up. Who's I'm like just saying shirt. I'm not uh, buying I'm not buying a pair of Jordans or a pair of shoes of that nature to go with something. I'm like, okay. oh, I need this, I need those shoes. Like, I, I'll I be honest. We were. I'll be honest with you. I've I never. Mean, I will do it, Todd. This is an exception. This wedding is totally different. <laughs> we are. I, yes. I will say. I think one time Bob had a new pair of shoes, and I was like, oh, those are cool. Any other time, I could never ever tell you if my life depended on it. And someone had a gun in my head. What kind of shoes any of you guys were fucking wearing? Come on, buddy. I Bullshit. I mean, you didn't notice my doc, my I, docs when I was at your house last no, time. Never. <laughs> I got off the, when I got off the, the copter. You didn't see my doc. No, I was and, rocking. And, and you're a blind man. All we know is because we talk about Corey's uh, flip flops. All this. I know he wears flip flops and slippers. That's all I know. Yeah, but I've jump. never, There's, I've never like titties. looked at fucking someone's shoes. I'm never, I'm never it's, like. It's one of those things I, I do. I don't really like pay attention to it because it, it it'll. It, it's okay. In the Greg, documentary, the shoes kind of gave a certain class to somebody because they would judge you by your shoes. Todd's all about the class, and so when you had these shoes, <laughs> it, it, it was it's it's a weird culture that uh, I didn't know extended into the skateboard skateboard world. Oh yeah, yeah. The Jordans. Like I know it was all vans and stuff like that, but I guess Air they walks, stopped. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that was like a thing. Air Jordans were real of, big in the skating world. Yeah, well, because I'm, what what are you looking at when you're on a skateboard? I mean, everyone's looking at, at footwork, the, foot, foot, yeah. footwork, you know. So that makes yep. sense. So I mean, it was uh, it was just crazy, and you know, listening to the guy who owns Nike and saying that there's no way a black athlete is going to carry us you're going to doom our company along those lines. 
kind of shows just the sign of the times of how things changed. I mean, if, if Michael Jordan was a flop, I don't think Nike would be done. I, I, I for sure think that Nike would be gone. But because, you know, Michael Jordan turned out to be I Michael they'd Jordan. Be, they'd, they'd, yep. Well, it'd be but, at least Reebok. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and I, and I look at it because they, they did touch on, because I'm like kind of watching the documentary. I'm like, okay, well, they got to touch on, you know, kids getting, you know, shot for their shoes. And a guy made a good point. I, I can't remember. It was a, well, the guy was like, that's been happening always in, in that area, in those, right. in that, in that culture of, of stuff, of, you know, having, yeah. having a nicer coat, having the nicer, I mean, I have friends that Triple had, fat goose. yeah, I had, I mean, I've had friends, you know, with, where I grew up at, at the bowling center that were, yeah, they would get robbed for their shoes. That they had for a nice, bowling shoes? No, they're tennis shoes. Oh. I have I, had, yeah, I, I have seen people get you know their but, shoes stolen. I mean, then you got to think about uh, Da Baby at his concert where someone threw an oh, Adidas an Adidas shoe at him, and he asked over the microphone, "Who threw this motherfucking busted ass Adidas at my head?" <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it, I don't know if it was I'm, plural. It, uh, no, if it's only one shoe and it's, yeah, it's an Adidas, it's, it's an Adidas. Yeah, it's, Adida. it's not an Adidas. Uh, hey man, who, who threw this busted ass Adidas at my head? For the I, rest? I have a request. Yes. Yeah. I have a request. So the next time that we do a live show where I'm actually in Detroit, yeah. the live the live cast has to be, we have to set up at a bowling center and bowl for charity because you need to see my bowling shoes, Nick, because you you seem to be fascinated you, with bowling shoes. Hey, do you, do you really? Dylan, hey, no, Greg, Greg, have, Greg's, hey, Greg's family Todd, owned Todd, a bowling can, alley. This, no, this can be done. My they, they still have one. I can We can make that happen. Greg's family owned a bowling alley, and Greg is is a, like supposedly an amazing bowler, from what I hear. I'm I've not, witnessed it. I'm not into I'm it. I'm a great drunk bowler. Uh, so that's that's the reference. Hey, listen, listen. I can I can get that set up, Todd. When you come into town, mm, I can get funny. Dan can get Leach set up for us. I can well. Let's, let's make that happen. Listen, I can get I, I, I can get Leach to do it. Shows we should hold on. When I fly in. We should all, always take care of charities, and we should do a charity. And event. I can. And bowl and do a cast. And I can almost guarantee you that I can probably get some screwball whiskey as well. For well, it. I can get it too. It's at the store. Yeah, but I'm not going to pay for it. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, then you got to. <laughs> like his shoes. And you're promising Leach like over here shoes. like you did for the podcast quite I, some time well, ago. I never asked him if he wanted. Well, he's in fucking Vegas. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Here we go, I got Corey. some bomb ass bowling shoes. Keep him honest. But yet. Floating away. Bring him back to the Because he wants to do something Corey. bowling wise. So, yeah, I could probably... Uh, Tell him we're primarily a bowling podcast. I don't give a fuck. We're just he, he does nothing but sports. I'm not going to bring... When Nick is out of town, I, I, yeah, I may have to work late that night. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, but I mean, if you're a sneakerhead or you enjoy the story of just the progression of how... I mean, it wasn't the shoe that got him. It was the marketing I mean, Nike was well, a marketing company I, with some shoes, is what I, it looked I think, like. I still think the thing I loved about the documentary, and the reason why I signed it is to see, like you said, a sign of the times, but the times we're in are similar to the times then. But ultimately, the fact that they that, that a person's race fed into how they would actually, what they'd be willing to do, and then what the, the NBA, a business that employs people to put balls through holes, was willing to do because of what they thought it was. I mean, I think there, there are so many just kind of 
things in our culture that 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 documentary touches on that are pretty amazing. Yeah, I I found it very good. Like I said, I was it was a good watch. I mean, a solid B. I would say. There you go. I love it. Good. I'll take that. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. And in the books right. for longest review yep. ever. It's in the running for fucking sure. I think so. Yeah, but okay, for, for the actual review part, no. And yet you're still going. It's not for the review part. <laughs> Moving but, on to Corey. Corey, you had to watch About Last Night, the 1986 version. Yes, uh, with Demi <laughs> Sorry, Moore, man. Rob Lowe. Yeah. Uh, so, it, dude, it, I, I couldn't... That's basically, it's your typical... Romantic comedy. Yeah, it's based on a set play, back in the day. Did you say romantic? Rom com. No. Did you say romantic or I romantic? Was, I said romantic. He said rom com. Okay. And I specifically did not use that <laughs> term because you know I what? hate that it, term. It might be the first romantic one because of Jim Belushi's role. And it was based on a play by David Mamet called Sexual Perversity in Chicago. Okay, sure. didn't know it was based on a play. Um, but it, it, I mean, as far as the, the romantic part, yes, Rob Lowe and, and Jim Belushi's characters. Uh, definitely have a a huge connection throughout the movie. I will say, a romance, dude. The op- the opening scene, yeah. Every bit about it would not fly today, whatsoever. Didn't age for, well for a, a brand new movie coming out. Yeah. Oh, dude, Belushi goes on. It's a five minute opening for the movie. Yeah. Of just Belushi just berating women and the girls that he hooks up with and what he does and. Oh, there's just and it continues out well, on throughout the movie. He tells a story about hooking, hooking up with a broad. Yeah, it, when they, uh, exactly, he, and he does it, everything's a broad. It, yep. You know, and they're oh, yep. dude. I I mean, I get it. Back then, it was it was, back then it, it was a, a tour de force performance by right. someone who you really didn't know, other than he was the younger brother of John Belushi. Yeah, so it, the, Do you and, use the term broad today. That's a total mid eighties uh, it, It'd be tough, <laughs> sir. It'd be t- a tough. tough Apparently, job. Bob still does. I'm pretty sure in the Bronx they still use it. I mean, I think if you successfully hooked up with a girl, like uh, like you have, like I have, you could probably get away with it. Uh, I wouldn't try it, but nuts. you you think Danielle wouldn't would, oh, would object to being Bob, you calling her a bride? Bob, if you ever do that, if you ever say that yeah. to Lori, I want to be in the same room. I just want to watch that whole thing play right out. Yeah, thank you. Done. Done. <laughs> Actually, yeah, when you're on, when you're, happen. when you're on, when you're, when you're on bended knee in the kitchen, stroking her I want, hand. Yeah, I want, I, I want, want you to call. Just I want slip a broad I, right I want into a, it. this, this broad. You have to say this before you that this broad. Yeah, yeah, hand, yeah. hand to God, That's hand to God, hand to God. I have, I have told her that she's a classy broad. No, no, you can't say classy. You have to say this. Yeah. This broad? Uh, yeah. Okay, you're loading, you're loading the term. I then. feel like I, I could say do that. Smartest and most beautiful broad. But again, yeah. that, that's preloading the term. Yeah. You're interested in me just using the term broad, and that's it. Just a generalized statement. I, not, I could do that. No adjectives with it. Just Look, a, it's the ultimate relationship test, right? Yep. Uh, Purely, done, as done, done, Purely as a noun. Purely as a noun. That's it. Next after party she's at where you are, done. So so what, what needed to happen was no, no preface. Yeah. Okay. No so, preface. What, <laughs> Sorry to derail your review. What, <laughs> I'm used to it. What needed What needed to happen was that we needed to. We needed to walk. <laughs> we needed to walk up to Lori and be like, "Oh, dude, it's you know, I was just talking with Bob the other day, and he was like, dude, this is one of the few broads that I can actually stick with.' You know, and say something 
like that yeah. because he's going to yes. have all week to talk to her and be like, babe, nope. just so you know, I feel like I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you abroad. I feel and like it's going to be fine. That. And she's going to, she's gonna be like, Oh sure. I feel like fine. I could survive call me that. abroad. You know, uh-huh. I feel like that too. I mean, in one week when she listens to this, I guess. Uh, yeah. we'll find out. <laughs> oh, he'll talk to her long yeah. before. Yeah. No, nope. so yeah. I just want to go over something. No, on I'm gonna the have cast. that cigarette real quick after the cast. <laughs> no, I, no, I pledge to you, I will not say a word. Corey, this is a fantastic relationship <laughs> test. I think the I think the funny thing though is, I mean, the the word that pr- preceded broad was skirt, right? That's <laughs> I mean, right. That's such an old term. And I, I also love the fact, Todd. That there are five guys on this show, and Bob only referenced that Corey and him have been with abroad before. <laughs> no. No. He said, "If you're like me or Corey, and you've actually been with abroad before, abroad. You no, 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 no. currently have abroad that we're not married to." Oh. That's not what you said, though. That's uh, exactly. with, and really, I, I should have included Greg. You were never going to be included in that. Oh, well, thank you. Todd was not going to include in that. I should have included Greg. Okay. My, my, my fault. So now anyway, continue. Anyway, no broads for us. No. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Belushi goes on with this whole rant. Not, not only in the very opening of the movie, but uh, all throughout the movie. You know, he shows his, his kind of true color. But uh, it ends up working out for him. In the long run, kind of, because he does. He meets the friend of the the girl that Danny Roblo's character is trying to get with, and uh, I mean, dude, it, it's it was a it was a good movie. Uh, I'm not gonna say great. It again, it's it's one uh, it's, it's just it's one of those movies that uh, over time it, I didn't it, know if it would age well. It I, I don't I think it aged decent enough for someone my age. Anyone younger than me, uh, yeah. I I don't think it's gonna it's gonna stick. Um, yeah, that's true. They didn't pick up a single cell phone the entire movie. No, there was, I mean, there was none of that. There's pay phones everywhere, and yep. you didn't know where people were at because you. It's uh, a pay it, phone. You, you're and, and especially Except the oldest man on the podcast, <laughs> especially being based in Chicago. You know, there's a yeah. lot of stuff going on. Um, and Demi Moore and and Rob Lowe are not the actors and actresses that they they once used to be. Uh, you know, I I think that well, that was an early role for both of them. Oh God, yeah, very early. Yeah. but so they, if if anything, they became better from then. That yeah, they, but now, but now I I think they they've already hit that peak. Yeah, and they're on the the downside of that. So for during this movie, no, 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 no current current day. Oh, okay. So yeah. like they, so people aren't going to know who they are now. Current day or young, a younger generation isn't going to know now right. who they are. Current day, right? Um. And I mean, oh, I mean, if you you want to see Demi Moore nude, uh, definitely check the movie out. What's it called again? <laughs> it's about last night. Uh, there you go. But from '86. What I was more excited about was seeing Rob Lowe completely nude throughout the entire nude. movie. So, yeah, there you go. Nothing wrong oh, with that, dude. There was man takes care of himself. He's a handsome man. There was a there was a surprising amount of nudity in that movie. Yeah, and this was at the tail end of like they'd already been like the. They were both part of the Brat Pack back in the in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, and 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 we're not to, like so. You'll see in nowadays uh, a sex scene is more or less a simulated sex scene, or you really don't see too much between two big time big name actors. Right. This was uh, how, however they shot the scene. Good for them. 
That's all I got to say. Because uh, there was no leaving anything to the imagination. Like, it was it was basically softcore porn. Hey, she's a classy broad. Yeah, I do. I, I, like I said, I, I enjoyed that part of the movie. Um, okay. But, it, yeah. yeah. Again, just your, your classic. Uh, classy broad. No, your classic. He's practicing. Uh, romantic comedy. It, it's, Small I, tangent. I, th- I think that's kind of where, like, it all began uh, yeah. from movies like that. So, good flick. Uh, if you have nothing else to do and nothing pressing to watch, <laughs> <laughs> definitely check out about last so night. So I assume that Danielle did not watch this with you. She tried. She tried. Were she, you watching? She was not interested. No, she, dude. Again, at, at the time of night that I I watched my gentleman's agreement, she was already. Would kind you recommend of it to someone off. like Danielle? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm sure. Did, did you try to watch it last night when you took that Snapchat? Or did you I not did. see it? <laughs> I, I uh, Snapchat of uh, him going like this fucking bullshit. Apparently, Corey and Brandon no, are exchanging like, Snapchats together. No, it, it was on his story, and he's like, "Sleeping baby." And then <laughs> Danielle did, was out. She was. You'd hear her snoring <laughs> while you were watching the movie. Yeah, okay. yeah. So. Were her balls over her asshole? <laughs> it, yeah, that's, hence, that's why she was snoring. Yeah. That's why he only had one that. hand up there. Exactly. I was Corey, holding. Corey's I was like, holding the ball. Corey, Corey's like, ah, sometimes if I lay too close, mine hit her asshole, and then she starts snoring. <laughs> they suck right in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ah, Danielle! <laughs> wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Nick, you had <laughs> you had you had Project Blue Book. I did. From whom? Corey. Negative. Uh, Greg. Greg. All right. So. Um, yeah, after watching the documentary um, that was heavily influenced by Project Blue Book, um, I, I kind of had to refocus myself into this because this is uh, not a documentary. This is a series. And um, I don't know. Like, w- when I first – I have mixed reviews. Um, so I'll say that when I first got into it, there was a lot of heavy, heavy acting that – I was like, okay, like, oh my God, we've got to get to that window, and and I was like, all right, dude, I'm, okay. I, I apologize if I missed it, but did you give like a thirty second? Like, what is this about? Uh, no, I don't. So this is. Uh, <laughs> if you want to know, I'll tell you. I do. But I don't I, really I, I've, get I've never seen it. I've never. Seen I don't. It. Project do it. Project Blue Book is uh, so from the the review I gave in weeks past on on what I watched. Um, and I can't for the life of me think of what, what the name of that was, but it's... Um, Jingle Jangle. What? Project Blue Book. <laughs> does, I'm sorry, does that not make sense? I don't understand. You don't understand that I can't remember the name of the title of something that I watched before? It has nothing to do with Project Blue Book? It does. Okay. It absolutely does, yeah. I, it was, I watched a documentary okay. that yeah. I had given a review on that yeah. was heavily mm-hmm. influenced by Project Blue Book, and I was saying how... Um, it was super cool and how uh, there were alien sightings all over the place and they were dismantling nuclear uh, weapons and all that stuff. So I went from that to knowing that bit of Project Blue Book, the actual... The phenomenon, was, sorry. This was, that, that's what it was? Yeah. Okay, thanks. So it, it was an actual thing, like um, like a military code to describe something. And Project Blue Book was based on all the alien sightings around the country. It was something that they created back in the 50s, um, which included Area 51 and all those things. And anytime there was a sighting, Project Blue Book had to document it. 
interview all the people, do all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so when he told me this, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I, I know that, you know. And uh, there are very few movies or shows I can go into and say, yeah, I know that. <laughs> but um, so the heavy acting right at the beginning uh, really threw me for a loop, but I, I ended up really liking it. Um, I was able to suspend that disbelief and kind of fall into it a little bit. And it, it didn't, it wasn't as hokey as it went on. Um, there were things that, um, like there was a story of a, a fighter pilot, like back in the fifties that saw, had some sort of alien sighting and that was in the actual documentary. And he said that, you know, the maneuvers and the movements, he was kind of a top gun fighter pilot the maneuvers and the movements that were going on, uh, he knew that his craft could only go about 315 miles an hour. And he said that he was gunning it all the way, and this thing was just light speeding across the sky, um, turning on a 90-degree angle on, on a dime. And he estimated, based on you know being a pilot and knowing how fast his plane would go, that he estimated this. He, he said, I, there's no way I could keep up with it. And he said, based on the mathematics that I did, uh, this thing would have had to have been going about 14,000 miles an hour. Um, he said, and stopping at a 90-degree angle and going another direction. And he said, if this was in Phenomenon, he said, if, if there were humans inside this aircraft, um, knowing only the technology we know now in 1950, uh, they would have been soup on the wall making those sort of turns. So they had to have been way more advanced than we could have ever been. Um, in the series, uh, they had a little literary license, and um, there was uh, they, they played out that same scenario, but the guy engaged them, and he's shooting at them and having a firefight in the sky, which never never Kind of Hollywood up a little bit. Never occurred. So that's where it started to kind of lose me. Um, but had you not known that, which you should believe that you're not knowing this going into it just for entertainment purposes. Uh, yeah, it it became something that I liked watching. So I, I'd say C plus. Nice. I would give it a C plus. Don't Nick stay. You don't give grades. You just say I like it. Or I, I don't. I don't give. I don't give synopsises. Pressured into grading. I don't give synopsises or grades, but you know it is what it <laughs> is. I, I understand it. where Bob's coming from. Like, let's not go cold into this. Let's tell people what we're talking about. Understand that. Um, not going to give a grade every time, but that's where I'm at. Yeah, Love I, it. I figured it was good. Like segue into it I, I did enjoy it just the yeah the whole i enjoyed it for sure yeah i mean that's what it is it's i i feel um that i if i saw that before i would have given it a higher mm. todd grade yeah but, yeah <laughs> todd <grade>. on todd's <laughs> grading scale it would have been a little higher up there no no i think we should stick with todd grade. <laughs> <laughs> i love that all right so uh to close it out, I had Dead Man Switch, a crypto mystery from Corey. Um, so real quick, it's the, it's, the, it's the documentary, the story of a Canadian guy named Gerald Cotton who founded Quadriga CX, uh, a crypto company, crypto uh, exchange in Canada, uh, which became the premier crypto exchange house in Canada. But he 
uh, and I don't think this is a spoiler to say, um, was it, he disappeared from the scene for a particular reason, which I guess it's not, to tell anything else would probably be a spoiler. So I'll just say I was really fascinated by, you know, I, I know just enough about crypto to stupidly invest in it. Thanks to my buddy, Todd. Whoops. There you go. Uh, and, but I'm, I'm, I'm infinitely curious about it. Like it was a really, really interesting documentary because, uh, uh, you know, any conversation about crypto, you're bound to learn something more about it. In this particular case, is a documentary about kind of crypto gone wrong or the, the, the perils of investing in crypto and the perils of the crypto industry in general. The old rug pull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll leave that uh, for, for the audience's ima- imagination and just say I would give this a, you know, a Todd grade of a solid A minus. Oh, all right. Mm. Yeah, it was very entertaining. Whoa. Uh, Hot damn. Yeah. I was, uh, I mean, especially the the mystery of Gerald Cotton was something where I was like, Jesus Christ, I I can't wait to find out how this turns out, which which was not necessarily like a neat and tidy bow on the end of it, but enough to get me to start, you know, Googling and pulling up, you know, since the documentary, what had happened. So so I'd highly recommend uh, it was... uh, uh, documentary no no discovery plus discovery plus yes yeah so it's not necessarily a service that everybody has but if you happen to have it or are interesting in doing a trial for some other reason this is a good this is a good starting point so dead man switch nice. a crypto mystery glad you liked it man on discovery plus yeah good pick i've never lost a dollar on crypto though well, that makes, yeah me that neither because i haven't sold anything <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so new assignments uh, here is what uh, Excel has predicted. Uh, I have Greg. Todd has Nick. Corey has Todd. <laughs> Greg has me. And Nick has Corey. That's so, wonderful. Um, I, I'm going to do a bunch of people here a, fav- a favor and say, I'm going to start with uh, I have Greg. <laughs> so, Greg, I have uh, a number of things on my list for you, and I'm just going to go through a couple of them because I feel like you may have seen them and I. Maybe can take them out of the list. Okay. <clears throat> okay. The arrival. Is that the one with Jodie Foster? No. Or is that the that's the alien uh, ship? Alien ship. Uh, and they try to make contact. They're using the. I feel like I've seen language. that. Language. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Hawkeye. It's uh, Jeremy Renner. And. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I've seen this. You think you have? All right. So just look it up real quick. And, it, and while he's doing that, we have a uh, shot sitting here. So Todd. Since you're ready. on the sauce again for the month I of am. March. Saucing it up. Motherfucker, you're going to do one with us. Oh, I am. Here I we am. go. Yeah. Machu Picchu. Sweet, sassy, molassy. Uh, Jeremy Renner and Amy Adams, an actress who. Yep, I've seen that one. The more I see her, the more I see her, the less I can stand her. Moses, smell the roses. All right. So, already, I'm pulling that off the list. <laughs> this is a great... Okay. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, definitely seen that one. Yeah. Like one of my, that's a classic. One it of my is, faves. It is, but I'm like, <laughs> I'll just put it on there and I'll ask him later. So, I can take that off now. Um, <clears throat> Raising Arizona. Yep. 
<laughs> You've met your match, Bob Rankin. I'm willing down the list to the to the to the vital the vital numbers. Um, Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh no! Oh, you son of a bitch! That's not what I'm going to sign you. Okay, but I think that's where I'll, that's where <laughs> so, that's where so, I'll, that's where I'll stop. With the, so we'll just talk about movies. No, no, no. no. I I've just whittled like three movies off the list for him. I am going to sign you because I feel like you haven't seen this yet. Nightmare Alley. Please have seen it. With Bradley Cooper and Kate Blanchett. It's like 2021. No, uh, it's, it's too a, new for me. It's 2022, a re- yeah, Bob. It's a remake. Come on. It's a remake. So this is the brand new 2021 version of this movie. That's what you got, my friend. See, all things being equal, that was a hell of a lot shorter than some of those fucking Gentleman's Agreement stories that you guys told. Oh, my God. Way shorter than mine and way shorter than Greg's. Hey, so. listen, I'm going for longest uh, running podcast uh, <laughs> guest and review, okay? Yeah. Stacking them up. Nightmare. Nightmare Alley, sir. All right. Who's uh, who's ready to go next? Todd. I just saw that. I'm ready. Oh. I'm ready. Hey, so, Nick. I, yeah. Oh, <clears throat> never mind. Go ahead, Corey. No, did you go? No, go ahead. You're good. Bless you. So, I feel bad because Nick th- seems to think there's a theme to things that I'm assigning. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you shouldn't feel bad. I, I mean, have... they're good movies, but switch it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, a little more white and, folks and it, movies. No, just uh, not like, hey, this is my racist friend that I need to get woke. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, He's like, damn it. Well, that takes everything off my Jesus. list. Okay. Does anyone have well, anything yeah. ready to actually, go? Actually, actually, no. I'm, I'm actually going to sign one to, to you that I don't think you've seen. And, and it's it's going to feel like I'm doing the, sticking the same line. Todd! But, re- but it's, No, no, but it's not. I, th- I think that this will bond us in a different way because I'm a music guy. Oh, okay. You think Nick's a guy? He's a country music guy. I am, absolutely. Okay, same thing. There you go, Todd. Not All right. Now, now you don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice he, in the hood. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. Okay. So the movie is Ray. Sure. <laughs> okay. Great, think, uh, great pick, Todd. Thank you. I'm, I'm being totally serious. <laughs> no, you're talking about the, the Ray Charles thing, right? Ray yep. Charles biopic. Yeah. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? I have not. And you know he's a country music <laughs> legend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. If if there's like a don't go into the black bathroom scene, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> <laughs> if there is, it just means it was accurate for that time. Yes, Nick, you got I, Corey. I, I think I'm like typecast. <laughs> um. So let's see here. Uh, Corey, have you seen uh, Collective? No. <laughs> is that funny? It is. Okay. It's a documentary or a series or what is it's it? It's a documentary. Okay. Hour and 49 minutes. The Collective or just Collective? Collective. All right. It's on... Um, what's what's the the root of it? What's the plot? Uh, oh, no. Don't yeah, say that. Yeah, come on. Yeah, we don't do that. We don't do that. I was, I'll, I'll just look yeah, it up then because yeah. I, I, I want to make sure I didn't, I didn't I haven't seen it. That's why. Well, well if, yeah, if just, you, just type our, in collective, and if you recognize it, then, then uh, don't watch it. Yeah, or, or send him a quick screenshot from that. Uh, he can of that. do that yeah. quicker than I can even send him a, screen, right. a screenshot. He's yeah, but he has to send it to you then and go, am I watching the right thing? He'll, he'll know. It's right. a 2019 
documentary, Hour 49 Minutes. It's available on Hulu. All right. That should be good enough. Greg. Yes. You got me. I do. So, have you seen Brightburn? I have not. So me upset. Weird, so I know upset. I'm so upset about that. No, I, I've. Or did you see the previews for it and we're like, yeah. Okay. Now, no, no. But if you liked it. <laughs> but here's you, the thing. I did. This is I the did. whole point of Gentleman's Agreement. If you liked it and are recommending I should watch it, I'll fucking watch it all but I, but I had, But I had a backup plan. Well, this is your call, man. I have Justice League, the Zack Snyder cut, in the movie room at my house. Oh, no. Let's do that. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no. Uh, hold, no. So I'm going to, yeah, we got to go with Brightburn. Lori said okay. she wanted to be invited the first time we did so that. So save save that because okay. I have like one week and then, I, and then we have the podcast next weekend. And this is, uh, then I got vacation for like seven days. Oh, okay. So I got a lot of work to do this week and I'm struggling to figure out how I could possibly do. Because I assume that the Zack Snyder cut is probably it's four like, hours. Yeah. It ain't going <laughs> to. <laughs> that might be something that has to happen like over the course of a couple different weeks, but I want to do it, but let's go with Brightburn for now because okay. I, I think that it would be unrealistic for next week. No problem. I got it. Hey, I have a, I have an interesting uh, favor to ask. That, that's, this is going to be the weirdest one for Gentleman's Agreement. Okay. I can't wait. So, Nick, my I knew he was going to say Nick. I knew he was going to say Nick. <laughs> I knew he was gonna say Nick. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Well... When you watch your assignment, uh-huh. when you're done, let me know because actually I just want to send you. I'm going to send you uh, two money, money, Amazon Music money. songs that I want you to hear. Okay. Oh, dude, I'm so excited about this! this is like a multimedia experience that we've not. No one's yes. ever done that before. Yeah, but Todd's Todd's Good done a you, lot Todd. of these grandiose promises in the past that never come. Wait, through. hold on. Which which promises has he's, he made that uh, have come He's through? done a lot of. I'm going to send you this. I'm going to send Corey this. I'm going to send Bob that, and it never happens. So oh. I'm, I'll be. Are I you mean, trying, it sounds like you're calling him out. Oh, I am for sure. Call, songs okay. songs are one thing, yeah. you know. Yeah, but Todd's been Who a lot. I, of, wait, wait. Bob and Corey, what do I owe you? Because I'm paying up. No, no, no. Oh, hang there's on. been a Actually, lot of. If we could just quiet on the air real quick, uh, Todd, what do you owe me? Let's see here, buddy. Um, <laughs> where has there not been a lot of like Todd saying like, "Oh, I'll send you this. I'll send you this." I'm yeah, I, n- I yeah. never did get that check for hundred thousand dollars, Todd. Well, I don't remember that, but I, was gonna say, I, don't remember I recall either, it clearly. Now, if I, you, if, if I said I was going to send you something, I didn't. Let me know because I'm gonna I want to follow through on that. <laughs> And yeah, I, I don't I, know what's happening. I right believe now. there was also Donnie, the big Lebowski Funko that you said you were going to purchase and send. Um, I knew but I did I, something I, up. I don't remember that either. But okay. <laughs> I'll go back and pull up the tape. Dig Just go up. ahead and yeah, pull up, up the Tory. tape. I, I think, yeah. Todd, while I'm pulling up the tape, you go ahead and purchase that. Send it to the house. <laughs> I'll send you the proof. <laughs> it, the funny thing about it is that uh, Todd is completely 100% genuine and honest. And, and and ready to do it, and I feel like there's just a a small percent of him that's like Bob, where he's just that is like not how you started that whole thing. No, no, no. I, I feel like the, there's a small percent of him that's like Bob. That's like after the show, he's like, yeah, right. and he just kind of like just that's it. You know, yeah, he just no, I, I, absolutely. Fair. If I forgot, if I said I was going to send something and I forgot to do it, then it was truly unintentional. But I'm absolutely no. There's again, I know there's I been a lot of like. 
oh, I've uh, got this. Uh, well, no, case. So I, I'm no, gonna send a you a case so of I, the seasoning, you know, and like, and we just no, never, no. Never hold had. on a second. The <laughs> only thing, the only thing that I know that is up in the air that you guys haven't seen is there's. I've talked about two different shirt things that I want to do for the podcast. Yes. Oh yeah, that never yes, happened. that's that it. Never happened. And those, the, by that's the way, one, those that's one of them. Don't happen overnight. Oh, oh, hold on, they don't happen overnight. And they, they are in the works, and they, I will follow through. They they happen in less than six months. I'll tell you that. They do not always happen in less than six months. <laughs> well, buddy, uh, in, intention is half the half the battle. So we appreciate that, and I know that you got other stuff going on in your life. So I don't know if I'm speaking for no, the rest no, of the guys no, in this room, dude, but I'm like, uh, and, and I will play no, the other. Actually, I will actually, play the other side way, of the, the coin that but, says uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So no, no, and actually the other thing is though that's why I, d- I definitely want to. We again, I have no idea when I'm coming into town next, but I think that we should do. Well, I think, uh, I if do. not the next time we're live, we should definitely do uh, the, the the next time I come into town, which I want to schedule. We yeah. should do a live broadcast, and we should do it somewhere, and we should actually raise some money for something good. I think that'd Hold be on. great. I, I feel like I know when you're coming into town next, and if it's not May uh, May 22nd, I'm not sure when I'm going to see you next. Oh, Todd can come into town May 22nd all he wants. I don't know what's happening then. The 27th, though. <laughs> yeah. all, I, all I have to say is that the next time you're flying over us to Boston um, and someone's <laughs> kicking your seat, just throw us out some peanuts, if you could. Right over, <laughs> right over Dearborn Heights, we'd appreciate that. Yeah. Actually, you know what I forgot? I did forget one grievance, the, and this is a common one. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I don't want to go, go all the way back. <laughs> yeah, I go all I the have way one back. question. Can I, can, I, can, I ask this? can I ask if anybody's ever experienced this? Why do people get pissed when they're traveling with their girlfriend, Wife, husband, significant I'll, other. I'll answer that and real quick. Hold on, hold on. Okay. And they've booked, they've booked their travels in some weird way, knowing that the flight is fairly full, and they both got two middle seats in a different aisles. And then, then one of them goes, "Sir, are are you traveling alone?" Uh, I am. Well, I'm traveling with my my significant other, and I love them. Would you mind trading me your seat? So Go I fuck yourself. I instantly lover? tell him no. Instantly, then, uh, no, oh, you'd be the, wrong. The, the Greg. Nice part, and he goes, "Sure, where are you sitting?" And you're like, "Well, I have a middle seat." And, and row twenty three C middle seat <laughs> for your aisle, your aisle seat. And you're like, and they're like, "Oh no, 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 thank you." And then they're like, "But you're like the people." My grievance is with people who get two middle seats and then get pissy with people who won't trade their aisle or window seat with them so that they can travel with their lover or loved one or whomever and want to make a person who's not been wedged into between two sweaty bitches. They, they, they get mad. Broads, Todd. It's broads. It is broads. It is officially broads. I am team oh, well, aisle seat all is, the way. Bitches is, is gender neutral. Look, I, I know that you've flown enough where you're not going to fall for that bullshit. Don't tell me that's a grievance because that, that would imply that you've fallen for that and you're mad. I think no, he's no, mad no. because he gets asked. I know all you the well time. enough to know there's no fucking way I, you give I, her I, your seat. No, I no, no. It's that the thing my grievance is this. As a person never ever sitting in the middle seat and always angry at middle seat motherfuckers, I am mad that middle seat motherfuckers are mad that people won't trade with them. <laughs> That's my grievance. And, and I'll, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. And I'll and I'll right. and I'll I'll tell you right this right here. And yeah. this, this is, uh, I've never had a grievance on this show that, on this, <laughs> on this segment, 
But I will tell yeah, you, not in this segment. Just, yeah. just from today, on the gentleman's agreement. Just segment. from today, <laughs> I was on winding uh, twenty three, going to going to work, and yeah, it was very winding, and I got behind some fucking dickhead. Twenty three is only two fucking lanes, and he was going sixty four. And there were 15 cars bumper to bumper behind him. And there were like three car spaces, car in the right lane, three car spaces, semi, three car spaces. So there was no passing. There was no pass illegally passing on the right. So there were 15 cars, like a convoy behind this guy for 25 minutes. And every time he turned, you could see open road as far as you could as far as the eye could see 64 miles an hour him leading it like a fucking grandmaster of a fucking parade and i wish there was as my as my dad once says i wish there was a, a fucking button to launch a fucking missile in my car and just blow up his car and just fucking so because everyone was doing like the weave over where they're like What's going on? Is there an accident? Like, let me let me weave over to the left a little bit to see what's going. This guy was fucking the the grand marshal of a fucking parade, and that is enough to. I I'd, I'd rather shoot myself in the head than go through that. That's insane. <laughs> That's Corey. You know read. you know how you take care of that quick little bumper tap. Yeah, I'm 15 cars behind him. Oh. I'm not gonna bumper tap him. Be a fucking hard bumper tap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Corey, you had Todd. <laughs> Todd. Sorry, uh, yes, sir. Have you seen Team Fox uh Team Foxcatcher? Not not Foxcatcher. Team Foxcatcher. Documentary? Yes. Okay. Uh Netflix. Did you say is it teen or team? Team. Like team like Teen Wolf. <laughs> no, no, mm. no, like Team America, World Pass. That's, yes. that's yeah. why I asked the clarifying question. Yeah, te- yeah. Team, team Fox. America, team with an M. Team Foxtrot. No, Foxcatcher. What the fuck? <laughs> you know this is going to be fucked up next week, and I watched something that I wasn't supposed to. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I can't wait. No, I do good. Well, if you can mess this one up, then you're a special person. <laughs> Thank you. Team Wolf was great. <laughs> and with that, that's the episode for the week. I'm behalf of Shots Guys. This is Bob and Nick and Corey and Todd and special guest Greg Gumto saying thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next weekend. <laughs> <laughs>